Welcome to Faith on Fire, the broadcast that encourages believers to ignite the power of faith in their lives. Join us now as Pastor Vince Haney and Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. bring the Word of God to fuel your faith. Welcome to another edition of Faith on Fire. I'm Pastor Vince Haney from Raymond Word of Faith, the Word Church. Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. is not with us today. He's on a faith project. He's rebuilding Champion Christian School. So if you want to help him with that project, just give him a call, 894-7325. Again, Pastor Vince Haney from the Word Church. And again, we preach the Word. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. That's Romans 10, 17. Scripture also says in uh, John 1 1 that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God so it's very important for us to understand the word of God because in it it says in Tim- Timothy uh, it, it's the wisdom of God it's the mysteries of God that are able to make one wise unto salvation so we want to be wise as it relates to uh, the things of God so in God's word he gives us a lot of principles there's principles of seed time harvest principles of uh, uh words and, and that's why I want to focus at today on, on words and the Bible says in uh, Proverbs 18:21, death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit of it so he says death and life is in the power of our words it's not in the power of your political party your job your paycheck but it's in the power of your words and a lot of Christians haven't learned to master words or they don't have a revelation of that death and life is going to come out of the words that they're speaking and the words that you're actually speaking are coming out of your spirit. Hence why Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the father. So as when we get born again, I tell people all the time, the first step is to receive Jesus Lord and savior, get baptized, and I believe fully submerged in water in the name of Jesus, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and also start being discipled. Disciple means you're on a path to be transformed by the renewing of your mind, and you're renewing your mind to the ways and the thoughts of God and the kingdom that Jesus talked about bringing forth, the kingdom of God. And, and the Bible says in Isaiah the Lord says, my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways. So as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my thoughts and my ways higher than yours. So God desires us to come up to another level to start thinking and acting and speaking and operating like he, he does because we're his children. We're also ambassadors for Christ. We're also ministers of reconciliation. So he gives us this revelation that death and life is in the power of the tongue, in the power of words. So we, we have to just speak words. And if you just think about it, Jesus came as the sample son, and, and he never spoke words or things he didn't want to come to pass because he understood that whatever he said was going to happen. So when he spoke to the fig tree over there in Mark 11, 22 and 23, well, he cursed it. The scriptures say he cursed us fig tree, meaning he spoke negative words over the tree and the tree withered away from the roots. So that's how we were originally 
designed to operate just like God. In the beginning in Genesis chapter 1, the earth was void without form and the spirit of the Lord, God hovered over it and it said the spirit spoke. See, we're speaking spirits. We live in a body and we have a mind. But the spirit spoke and it said, let there be light. And then as you keep reading in Genesis chapter 1, everything God said was so. It was so. So that's how we were meant to operate. So Proverbs 18, 21 gives us a revelation. He reveals to us that death and life in the power of the tongue or in the power of words. So we got to start learning a lot of biblical principles which are found in the scriptures, which are able to make one wise. So you got to start learning how to use words and put value on your words. And again, God taught Abraham how to talk. He first said, I'm going to change your name from Abram to Abraham. Abraham in, in words and names mean things. Abraham means father of many nations. So Abraham got a new name and he had to speak that. He had to start calling himself Abraham. And scripture says in Roman, Romans that God gives life to the dead and he calls things that be not as though they were. So us as Christians, we aren't supposed to call them like we see it. We call it like we believe it. And we believe the word of God. So we have to speak the word of God over negative situations and circumstances and facts. You have to speak the word of God. That's part of the being transformed by the renewing of your mind. You have to start speaking like God spoke. Remember, the earth was void without form, and God spoke, said, let there be light, and there it was. So Jesus came to redeem and reconcile us back to the original, and he, and he demonstrated that as he walked the earth. So that's how we mankind was really originally made to operate, and Jesus came to redeem and restore us back to that. So that's why the Scripture says, he said, follow me as I follow Christ. Christ gave us an example that we should follow. And, and if you notice, every time the disciples, Jesus was a teacher, and he was teaching them how to operate like heaven, basically. Remember, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as in heaven. And Jesus was acting, operating like heaven. And every time they wouldn't get it right, he'd say things like, oh, ye a little fate. How much longer shall I be with you? You know, bring him here to me. So he would handle the business. But it was just all in his words. He just spoke the word. And in Revelations, it calls Jesus the living word of God. So he is the word. And, and we're on a word planet. Everything on this planet is governed by words. If you're going to do a contract, there's words in it. As you're communicating with people, as I'm communicating today, I'm communicating through verbiage, through words. This whole earth is governed by words. And in Hebrews, it says the whole world is being upheld by the word of God. So words are very powerful, and we have to get a revelation of that and start placing value on our words. We shouldn't just be speaking uh, negative stuff. My feet are killing me. If it wasn't for bad luck, I have no luck at all. You know, you make me sick and, and stuff like that. We have to learn to change our conversation. And the Bible uh, teaches us that. And that's why I always tell people, get in a good Bible-based church and just don't learn how to be religious or, or just be nice, but you got to learn how to operate in the spirit. And speaking of that, Jesus said in John 6, the words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. And just before that, he said, it's the spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. And that's in John 6, 63. So our words are, are spiritual seed. When they released out of our mouth, they produce a spiritual, natural, and a physical manifestation in our lives. So death and life is really in the words that you're speaking. 
examine yourself. What type of words are you speaking about your life, about your situation, about your kids, about your finances, about your health? Are you always declaring what the doctor said or you're declaring what Dr. Jesus said? And he said he, he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our pieces upon him, and by his stripes we're healed. So you got to declare that. He says over in uh, another verse that uh, Galatians chapter 3, Christ has redeemed us from the curse. That's the curse of sickness, poverty, and spiritual death. And you got to start declaring those things. And I'm going to move on. Here's another scripture I want to share with you real quick. It's in the New Testament. Remember, we said death and life is in the power of the tongue, Proverbs 18, 21. So that's where it's at. And look what Jesus, he gave us a revelation over here in Matthew chapter 12, verse 30. I'm going to pick it up at 33. And this was Jesus speaking. He says, either make the tree good and his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt or bad. For a tree is known by its fruit. Old generation of vipers, how can you be an evil, speak, uh-oh, speak or say or good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. I'm going to stop right there. Out of the abundance of what you've deposited in your spirit, your mouth is going to speak it. The Bible says in Romans, with the heart one believes and with the mouth confession is made. So whatever's been sown in your heart in abundance, it's going to come out of your mouth. I tell people all the time. I can tell what you believe by what's coming out of your mouth. You'll always find out what people believe by what's coming out of our mouth. And we as kingdom and children, ambassadors for Christ, children of God, kingdom citizens, we have to speak the word of the kingdom. We got to say what God says because God says the words that go forth out of my mouth, they do not return void, but they accomplish what I sent them out to. And we're called to, to speak some things, speak some things into existence. And uh, the Bible also say God takes the foolish things to confound the wise. So it may be seem foolish if you're sick and you're declaring I'm healed in the name of Jesus. That might seem foolish. But remember, we walk by faith, not by sight. And faith is confidence in what God said. If he said by his scripture healed, you have to agree with that and start speaking that. The Bible says in another verse, we believe, therefore we speak. Well, we believe what he said in his word and we speak in line with God's word. So I'm going to pick this up again, verse 35 in Matthew chapter 12, verse 35. A good man out of the good treasures of his heart, his spirit, brings forth good things. See, if what's in your spirit is good and it comes out of your mouth, it's going to bring forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasures or deposits bringeth forth evil things. But I say to you, this is what Jesus said, that Every idle word, get it? Every idle word that men shall speak, they will give an account for it in the day of judgment. You're going to give an account for everything you say. Hence, death and life is in the power of the tongue. Means your words, they're spiritual seed. They're going to produce whether positive or negative. Verse 37, for by your words, you shall be justified, declared righteous, set free. Or by your words, you shall be condemned, put in bondage. So your words are going to either free you up or produce for you some freedom or keep you in bondage. And we know that in the natural. If you're in the court, they want you to give a testimony. They want you to testify. They want you to confess. They want you to say something. And you saying something could either set you free or get you condemned. So we're on a word planet, and we have to understand that. So God desires us, after we get born again, to 
to get discipled, to be transformed by the renewal of our mind. And the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So you got to start depositing this word in your spirit daily. You got to feed on the word of God. That's making that good deposit. Hence why Jesus said, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. And another scripture over in Joshua says that this book of the law means the word of God shall not depart from you, but you should meditate in it day and night or daily and nightly and observe to do all that's written in it. And then you will make your way prosperous and then you'll have good success. So he says, get this word in you, meditate on it because meditation is going to bring revelation. It's a spiritual process that's going to have some physical attributes. So you want to meditate, you want to ponder, you want to muse on that word. And it gets, as you're doing it, it's getting deposited in your spirit. And then it starts to affect your believing because your spirit is where your believing takes place. And then it's going to transform your mind. And then when a circumstance come up, you're going to speak what's been deposited in you. You're not going to speak what the circumstances said. You're going to speak like Jesus spoke. Jesus always said, destroy this temple. And then three days later, I'm going to raise it up. Remember, he spoke that constantly, constantly. Well, did that happen? Yes, it did. So he was uh, just... He was just working uh, principles, biblical principles, principles that God set up before the foundations of the world. And here's another scripture I want to take you to. Again, the Bible says out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. So here we go over here in Mark chapter 11, verse 22. We're going to pick it up right there. And this was after Jesus cursed the fig tree. Verse 22, and Jesus answering said to them, have, I'm going to back up to 21. And Peter, recalling and remembrance, said to him, Master, behold, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. Jesus had spoke to a tree 24 hours previous. And Peter, on the way back, he said, Master, look, the tree which you cursed, cursed, spoke a negative word over, has withered away. And Jesus answering said to him, have faith in God. Or another translation, have the God kind of faith. For verily I say to you that whoever, whosoever shall say to this mountain, see I'm a whosoever, whosoever shall say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart. Notice he didn't say doubt in his mind, no doubt in his heart because that's where your faith, that's the faith factory. That's where your believing takes place. Does not doubt in his heart, but believe the things that he or she says shall come to pass. He or she, he or she shall have whatsoever he or she says. So that's the principle right there. If you believe it in your heart and you speak it with your mouth, you'll have what you say. Hence, death and life is in the power of your words. Verse 24, therefore I say to you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe you receive them and you'll have them. So back to verse 23, whatsoever things you say, and don't doubt in your heart, but believe the things you say shall come to pass, you will have whatever you say. So now, as part of our development, we got to start depositing faith filled because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. But you got to start releasing it. You got to start speaking it. You can't be ashamed of the gospel. You got to go public with it. You got to tell people. You got to declare what you believe. You got to confess what you believe. And biblically, confess is a good thing. You're declaring, you're decreeing. You got to say what you believe as a what God said. And as long as you're saying what God says, you're speaking the truth. I didn't say you're speaking the facts. You're speaking the truth. And here's the thing I know about the truth. It always overrides the facts. And Jesus said, I am the truth, the way, and the life. 
Uh-oh, remember he said in Revelation, he shall be called the word of God. So the word of God says, I'm the truth, I'm the way and the life. And our job is to live by the word of God. The just shall live by faith. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. We got to speak what God said. You got to speak in line with the word of God. Hence why it's really important to know the word of God. Because the word of God also reveals my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Didn't say academic knowledge, biblical knowledge, spiritual knowledge, biblical principles. We, If you don't understand, you can't lay hold to what you don't understand. I always tell people this. Faith begins where the will of God is known. You got to get the will of God. You got to know. And the will of God is found contained in the word of God. So once you start feeding on that word every day, it allows your faith to develop. Because faith comes by hearing. Not just audibly hearing, but receiving. Receiving. And not only that, then now speaking it. Believing it and then speaking it. And not trying to make sense out of it. Because sense and faith are two different things. Sense is, sense is things perceived by the senses. The see, touch, taste, smell, and feel. Faith is, I just believe it. And the scripture said this about Abraham, who's the father of us all. It says, and Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. He didn't have to sense anything. He said, God told him, Abraham, get away from your mother and father and go to a land I'm going to show you. Abraham said, okay. He believed God. That's it. And that's all we have to do. That's what walking by faith means. Lord, I, I receive your word. I got your word. I got understanding of it because I meditated, and I believe it, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move forward, and I'm going to speak it. He said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. You have to say what the Lord said. You have to speak in line. Scripture says we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. You got to speak some stuff. And here's the deal. We're out here speaking all this other doubt and unbelief, but we're supposed to walk by faith and not by sight. We got to speak the word of God. The centurion told Jesus concerning his servant at home sick with a palsy. He said, Jesus, you ain't got to come to my house. Just speak the word only. And that's what God's telling us. Speak the word only. He's saying study to show yourself approved and then speak the word only. You have to speak the word because that's spiritual seed. The word of God. The words it says over in Luke, I believe, 8, 12, the word of God is seed. And seed has to be planted in good ground. In our hearts, you have to declare your heart is good ground for the sowing of the seed. So as you make those deposits in your spirit, the word of God, the word it says over in 1 Peter, it's incor incorruptible seed. The word of God is incorruptible. So you plant that incorruptible seed, which is the word of God, in your spirit, in your heart, in your knower, in your believer, and it goes to work. It goes to work. It starts growing up. Scriptures say he plants that seed, and night and day goes by. He don't know how it's growing, but it's growing. That seed is growing because you're meditating on it. It's growing because you're speaking it. Next thing you know, it's a tree. It's a tree, meaning it's starting to produce and do what it was created to do. That's why he says... If you have faith, you can say to the sycamine tree, be plucked up by the roots. See, if you have faith, you can say, get it? If you have faith, you can say. It's your faith that's working for you, but you're using your words to activate your faith. <laughs> that's what it is. You're using the word to activate your faith. So if you have faith, you can say, it says that over in, uh, I believe that's Luke 17, 5. If you have faith, you can say to this. And, 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 it, and in the latter part said, and it shall obey you. Yeah, it shall obey your faith. Your word's going to obey your faith. And there it is. Because faith's on the inside of us. And the scripture says in Romans, we've all been given the measure of faith. 
Well, we all been given a measure of faith, but we have to develop our faith. And it's really simple how to develop your faith. Romans 10, 17. The faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. You have to hear the word of God continually. Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but everywhere. You got to feed on God's word every day. I get up every day. I'm even listening some teachings from anointed generals of men and women of God. I'm listening audibly on CDs and tape or, or television. Or, and in my car, I'm listening or I'm reading, I'm studying, I'm feeding my spirit man. Because the spirit that gives life to flesh profits nothing. And my spirit man loves to eat the word of God. So I'm feeding my spirit man every day the word of God. So when I hit the streets, when I come out, whenever I'm encountering situations and I open my mouth, the, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, it's coming out and it's producing. That's why you got to declare favor. The Bible says in uh, Psalms 5, 12, the favor of God surrounds us like a shield. Well, favor, it says it's goodness and mercy follows us all the days of our life. You got to speak in line with that. You got to say, I declare every day, Lord, I thank you for your favor that surrounds me like a shield and produces for me supernatural increase, restoration, restitution, recognition, recompense, prominence, preferential treatment, increased assets, greater victories, policies and rules changed, petitions granted, and battles won in which I do not have to fight. I confess favor over my life every day. And so, and here's what confessing the word does or speaking the word. It conditions your spirit to produce. Because again, we're spirits in a body having a natural experience. So it, speaking that word and feed on that word develops your faith. It conditions your spirit to produce. So you got to speak the word every day over your life, over your children, over your ministry, over your finances, over your business, over every situation. Speak the word. So you got to go in the word. That's why we designed the show Faith on Fire. We desire, I desire everyone's faith to be on fire. Jesus said, I desire that you not be lukewarm. He wants you to be on fire for the truth. And in order to get that, you have to be a student of the scriptures. I see so many Christians all the time talking about how much they love God. And, and again, I'm, I'm a word man. I don't know what the word say. And then I, again, remember, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth's going to speak. They saying they love God. And then I say, well, what you standing on concerning what you're believing for? And they were, what you mean? What word you standing on? You got to be standing on some word because that's the only thing God watches over to perform is his word. He says that. He said angels. He's given angels their, their ministering spirits, but he only watches over his word. And angels pick up their messengers. They pick up the word of God and they help assist to bring the will of God to pass in our lives. So God watches over his word. So you have to know his word. You can't be a Christian or a child of God and don't know what daddy said because daddy's only going to watch over what he said. So I just want to encourage all the listeners, you know, get in a good Bible based church. If you got a Bible at home study and that's part of the seek ye first, the kingdom over in Matthew six, get up in the morning, make that your first priority. Get in the word of God, pray, study the word, you know, make it the first part of your day. Acknowledge God, get up in the morning and acknowledging him. I get up every morning. I say, good morning, Holy spirit. Good morning, Heavenly Father. Good morning, Jesus. I acknowledge him, and that sets the, the course for the rest of my day because I have my priorities. It's God first always. So I acknowledge him bright and early in the morning. There's a scripture that says that early in the morning will I uh, seek you. So God desires that. He, he, he requires that. He wants us to, to, to put him first. He want, don't want us to put him second. So when you're feeding on his word early in the morning, he's going to reveal some stuff to you. Scripture says he's going to reveal the deep things to us. And God's 
got all wisdom. He's got all wisdom. He can reveal some th deep things to you, and he wants to. He wants to fellowship with us. He wants to commune with us, communicate with us through his word. And I tell people all the time, as I'm studying the word, oh, man, God just downloading. He's just giving me the spirit of wisdom and revelation. He's just feeding my spirit with insight. He's just filling me up, and he wants to do that for all of his children. But he wants you to take time and come after him and develop your faith. And that faith is faith in God, faith and what God promised us. And the Bible says in 1 Peter, he's given us exceeding great and precious promises. We have exceeding great, and, but they're hidden in the word. But you have to seek after him. Remember, seek, and the door shall be open. You seek and you shall find, knock, and the door shall be open. So you got, God wants you to seek after him. Hence why Jesus said, seek ye first. He didn't say seek second, third, fourth. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, God's way of doing things, and his righteousness, and all these things that you desire for life and godliness. He said, I'm just going to add them to you because you're coming after me first. You made me a priority. You made the things that I uh, desire and I assigned for you to do. A, a priority. And God does have an assignment for everybody's life. Everybody that's created, God has a purpose and a plan and an assignment. And that's the biggest thing with God, it's assignment. It's not money, it's assignment. He has something for us to do. Everything that's created has a purpose. And, and we're God's most prized possession. And he has a purpose for our life. But we have to understand that. And he's going to give us understanding in his word. Proverbs 4, 7 says, uh, wisdom is the principal thing, and in all you're getting, get understanding. God wants us to have understanding of, of who he is and who we are in Christ Jesus. And the scripture says in Romans 8, that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives inside of us and gives life to our mortal bodies through his spirit that dwells in us. Hence, we can say, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. We can do all things through Christ. We're more than a conqueror. God's given us exceeding great and precious promises. He's given us a lot of good news in his word. That's why Jesus came preaching the gospel, the good news, and the good news of the kingdom of God. And, and it's in there. And then he said, I believe it's in uh, Luke 17, one of the 17s. He said, the kingdom of God is inside of you. What well, gets inside of you by planting that word in you, the word of the kingdom, Matthew 13. You got to plant that word of the kingdom. God's word inside of you. And that's how the kingdom just swell up inside of you. And then you got to open your mouth. You got to release it. Once you just swell up in it, you got to start opening your mouth. You got to take God public. You can't be ashamed of the gospel. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it's the power of God unto salvation to those who believe. You got to take God public. A lot of people just want to keep God in the building. No, I tell people there's two types of people. There's house lights and there's street lights. Which one are you? I'm a street light. Well, that's going to do it for this segment of Faith on Fire. Vince Haney, I'm out of time, but I'm definitely not out of faith. And I want to remind you as you go through this week, keep walking by faith. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we ask that you would consider sending a love offering to Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927, which allows this broadcast to continue in your local area. Again, that's Faith on Fire, P.O.
P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927. Please join us again next time on this great station for more Faith on Fire.